Have you ever gone out with someone who had absolutely zero date night swagger? Or did you find yourself sitting across the table from someone on a first date and realize this was probably their first date in 15 years? This is Thirsty the Podcast. Grant, the gamer with no game. Right. Hi, everybody. This is Laura, and I'm going to tell you a little story about Grant, who I am dubbing the gamer with no game, and I'll tell you why. Um, so Grant and I matched on Tinder in the middle of the winter. Um, Heather, I know you love Tinder. It's not usually very successful for me with people I would actually end up meeting, but um, Grant seemed nice. We messaged for a while. We actually messaged for a long time because it was during lockdown, And then I got diagnosed with COVID, so um, we couldn't go out because I was quarantining in my home. And Grant actually lives not too far from me, and he asked if I needed anything while I was sick, um, which was very sweet. Although, yeah, but I wouldn't accept um, chicken soup from a a Tinder match. Like, (laughs) not going to drop off anything at my home. It's nice of you to (laughs) offer, but thanks, but no thanks. So um, we just messaged, you know, off and on. We tried to do a FaceTime and it didn't end up happening, which was fine. And then eventually, once uh, my quarantine was long, long over and I was totally fine after my little COVID adventure, um, we decided to plan an in-person dinner date at one of the few restaurants that was open. Um, I knew going into this, it probably wouldn't be a a big love connection for me, but I also hadn't had a first date in about two years because I was just out of a long relationship. And this was my first foray back into dating during winter in Chicago in a pandemic. And this was my first date in a long time. So it was just good to get it out of the way. Um, So we met at a restaurant. He got there first. Wait, 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 wait. I want to stop you though. Do you, so yeah. Why did you like him? Well, like you haven't said yet, like what, like, was he just like available or like, was there something about him that you're like, hmm. (laughs) well, he didn't live that far from me. And I mean, I'm in the suburbs. Like there are not. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, see, everybody, no, this is something to know about Laura. This is what to know about Laura. So everyone that I have dated, I've never dated anyone that lived less than 45 minutes away from me. Laura, if you're like 30 (laughs) minutes away, it's almost a no-go. Like if you live five minutes away, it doesn't matter. You know, you have a chance. If you're like down the street, you've got a chance. I just don't have time to be driving all over. I need some convenience. So he lived close by. Your he time was is real, valuable. He was real nice on Messenger. He had a good job. He was had some kids. So, I mean, it just, it's it seemed fine and harmless. And, you know, again, it was my first date getting back out there. It's always good if the expectations aren't that high. You're probably not going to end up dating your first first date in a long time for, you know, a good amount of time. So this was like a good, you know, the bar was real low here. Just so you know that. (laughs) I knew that going into it. It was fine. And it was good, too, because he got to the restaurant a little bit before me and I saw him. And then I had that panic moment of what am I doing here? Why did I decide to do this? I almost went back to my car and left because I was like, ah, like stranger, stranger danger. I don't know this person. Why am I going on this date? Um, So it was good to get it out of the way with someone that I wasn't like super excited about. It makes it a lot easier. So we ended up meeting up. We met up first at a Greek restaurant. We had some drinks. We had some appetizers. Um, conversation was pretty easy. We talked about work and, um, you know, he was he was nice. Like we had kids. We talked a little bit about our kids. Um, not too much, but, 
you know, some commonalities there. Um, and then all of a sudden, I mean, we had probably been there, I don't know, 45 minutes or an hour. Like it wasn't that long amount of time. And then he said that he needed to go. Um, he had a, a date later on and it was a date with his two old, oldest kids to play Nintendo. Right? Oh, all right. Um, so I don't know why you would plan a date so close to when you also needed to call your kids, but I respect anybody taking time for their kids, especially, you know, during transitions and trying to be consistent. And I think that's really admirable that like he was putting them first. I think that's great. I think the timing was just a little strange, but fine. Um, so we got up to leave the restaurant and then um, he asked if I wanted to come back home with him to play Nintendo with the kids online. Yeah, and I'm he like, didn't ask you home to make out. He asked you home to, you know, play some video games. To go play, play, Literally. Some, play, some, play some games. <laughs> Literally. No makeouts. Video games. I didn't have a lot of time to really assess the situation. You can't make a face because that's rude, right? Like, there isn't, (laughs) I didn't have a lot of lead time. Well, it's just like, it's like Nintendo Switch and chill, except no chill. It's just the Nintendo Switch part, which is not, I mean, okay. It was all Nintendo. (laughs) It was totally fine. So I decided very quickly, I'm like, he was nice. He was harmless. I like, you know, there was nothing threatening yeah. or concerning or red flags about him. You know, like I, I wasn't concerned for my life. Um, so I like, I like Mario Kart. Like I'm pretty good at it. So um, I agreed. And so we walked over to his house. Sometimes I wonder what I'm doing with my life. Yeah, I know. Now you're judging yourself telling the story, aren't you? So we got to his place. He's renting a really nice house during his divorce. Um, also a great way to confirm if somebody is getting a divorce is going back to their house right away and seeing if a woman yeah. lives there. No right. woman lived there. <laughs> there was no woman hiding under the floorboards. <laughs> so he offered me a beer and then got his kids on speakerphone um, and got the Nintendo fired up. Um, oh, my God. And I really wonder what was happening at his ex-wife's house because – if my kids are like on a call and if they're playing Nintendo, like it's usually like in a central part of the home. So she had to have heard the conversation, his ex-wife. And he let the kids know that his friend Laura was there and that Laura was gonna be playing, you know, Nintendo with them too. So I can only imagine what conversations happened after this because well, I mean, as a mom, like I'd be like, Oh my god. God. Why? To, to my kids' dad, like, why are you bringing a woman on your Nintendo call? Like, so awkward. Um, well, I could tell you what I would say. I would be, this is what I would be saying. This is why we're getting a divorce, because you're doing dumb stuff like this. <laughs> this is why. Because you would do that. So awkward. So awkward. So we played some Mario Kart or whatever we played. I don't even know what we played. Um, Does it matter? No. I should also add... <laughs> I'm so judgy. If we're going to back it up for a minute, one of his pictures on his Tinder profile, one of his Tinder profile pictures was a character from Mario Kart. So that probably oh should have told me. I'm judging you. Out of this whole story, I'm judging you harder than anyone else and any of the other people in this story. You're getting judged the hardest. It's not Laura. my finest. Yeah, it, it gets worse. So, um, so the kids... Love. The kids were bickering on speakerphone and whatever. I don't know. So we finished the games, whatever. I'm like, okay, I gotta go. First good choice you've made. Whatever. Peace out. Yeah, but I didn't do any better because we still texted off and on after that. And then he invited me over to his house for dinner. Oh, 
Wait, did you go? And I agreed because I wasn't doing anything else. Did you tell me about I this? I went, yes. Or did you hide this? Do I know about this? Part? I don't know. I feel like you know this. I think okay. you know this. Because I would have said, what are you doing? So maybe like, yeah, maybe like a week later, I went back to his house. I'd already been there, so that part was easy. Um, and he made dinner for us. Um, he tried to get me to wear an apron because I think he thought it'd be cute. And I was like, nope. And I like backed what? away. I was like, this is not happening. <laughs> like, A, I'm not cooking. And B, it's not a cute look, so I'm not doing it. So he made dinner. We had okay conversation over dinner. It was clearly he had just started dating again after his marriage had split. He said some pretty not nice things about his ex-wife, which I think was him not understanding oh, no. that you don't do that. Um, nope. I'm an ex-wife. If I had been into him, I think it would have been a no-go for me that he was just too in the midst of his divorce process for me to date him because I'm too far yeah. away from all of that that I don't think I would want to hear somebody, you know, well, bash their ex. Like, Well, and also he sucks at dating. That's also another good reason. I said, I said if I had been into him. That would have been a red flag. It wasn't in him anyway. Yes. Okay. All right. Just so we're clear. So we have dinner. It's fine. Have some drinks. And it's time for the Nintendo call again because it's an every night thing when he doesn't have his kids. And he said, he's like, you know, I don't have to do it. I can just pop into the other room and talk to them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, if that was an option, where were you last week doing that? On our first date where you could have just talked to them on the phone and we could have had another drink at the restaurant and called it a night. Like, super weird. But I was like, well, I'm not going to sit here and tell you you can't have your call with your kids. Like, that's mean. I don't well, yeah, need to be. Yeah, to reiterate, like, we're not bashing people for staying at all. It's just like, don't go on a date then when that's your, like, separate it. This was not the time or the place. Like if I've dated somebody for a handful of dates and we're connecting well and I really like that person and, you know, if, if my kid calls, I would take the call in front of my date. Um, if, if it's our first date and I really need to talk to my child, probably we'll step into the other room and not involve that on my date because that's so awkward. I'm not going to decline my child's call because I'm on a date. Of course not. But there's a time and a place for where you introduce those things. And um, Grant just hadn't really learned the time and the place for these things. So um, I was like, fine. Nintendo again. I'm already here. What else am I doing? So kids on speakerphone again. Kids fighting a lot. That Like lots of kid bickering, which is not fun date night stuff at all. Like I have my own kids that I hear fighting. I don't need to yeah. go on a date to hear yeah. children argue. You've like, enough. Yes. And then he's like parenting them and like, you know, it's going, hey, like telling them to like stop. And I was just like, no. Oh, that was terrible. God. It was a terrible situation. No wonder and y'all aren't in a love affair oh so it gets worse like we're sitting on the sofa and he's playing you know we're playing nintendo or whatever and then i realize he has an empty plastic soda bottle and then i realize he's spitting into the bottle oh i realize he had started chewing tobacco while he's sitting next to oh, me god while we're you know playing nintendo with his kids but like Again, if you have your vice, you have your vice. Like, I'm not here to judge anybody, but I will judge when you bring that out on a date with someone that you don't really know, and you're sitting there spitting into a bottle, which was disgusting, and you don't even, he never even referenced it. He acted like it wasn't happening, and I'm like, what's happening here? This is not okay. You do your gross stuff behind other doors. Nobody wants to see that. Like, I'm, like why would I kiss you then? That's gross. Do it later. Yeah, do it later. Well, so... That's a nice segue because 
Night has ended. It's time to go. I stand up. I'm a little drunk. Well, why wouldn't you be? To be honest. Um, I stand up. He stands up. And then he tries to kiss me. And I was, I'm not attracted to him. He's been chewing and spitting tobacco. And then I'm like, where did it go? Is it still in your mouth? What's happening? Where does the tobacco go? I don't even know how that works. Um, and I don't want to kiss him. Like, I can rally if I have to. If I have to kiss somebody just to get through it, fine. Oh, that's great. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So I'm like laughing and I'm like moving my body away. And I'm like, just get me out of here. It was so gross. I hated it so much. So, um... We just pretended that I had not um, denied his awkward kiss, got my stuff, said thank you, and I hightailed it out of there. Um, It was really awkward. Um, After that, we exchanged texts, like sporadic texts for the next few days, and then we each ghosted each other, which I think is the best way to ghost when you both silently agree to do the ghosting, you both just disappear because you acknowledge this is not going anywhere. Nothing's happening. I'm sure he felt rejected. I felt grossed out. And it was just a good opportunity to um, never speak again. So just pretend it never happened. There was no game there. It wasn't happening. We played games. There was no game. <laughs> okay. So we've talked about this a lot. Like, at our age, lots of people are parents, right? And like we've we've mm-hmm. we both dated people that don't have kids, people that do have kids, and it's kind of very different experiences. And, and you know, there's no cookie cutter; everybody's different. Um, and certainly, there are a lot of people out there with kids that do have game, and they are good at dating. And there are other ones that like they just haven't done it in so long, and maybe they haven't figured it out yet, or you know, I don't know exactly what the deal is. But we, there's a lot to dating when you're a parent. There's a whole lot of things yeah. that we have to think about. And also, we're looking for another person. It can definitely be more complicated, but the pro side is they get you a little more easily, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, great people are found in all kinds of different places, but dating a parent is is kind of a thing. Um, yeah. So why do you think that Grant thought that having you, like, on a first date, first date, um, having you on a call with his kids was a good thing to do when y'all were on a date? Like, he didn't separate it. Why would he think that was Okay. I think because I'm a mom and my kids are a similar age to his kids, I think it felt like a really safe thing to him. Like, because moms and moms are empathetic and kind and we love our own children. So certainly we love everybody's children. And it just felt, you know, again, I admire him for uh, put like, put your kids first. I think that's absolutely great. I don't think he did anything bad there. I think he just should have ended the date. And not ex- like not involve me in it because I think it's great to say you know what I talk to my kids every night at this time it was so fun meeting you we can do it again later like that would have been completely fine but I think because again I've got children I understand how that works so it probably just felt you know easy to bring me along I think he liked me like and I would assume that like he also wanted the date to continue which is fine um, but. Just because I'm a mom doesn't mean that on a first date, I really want to hear you talk to your kids or play games with them. Like, that's so awkward and uncomfortable. Like, on a date, I want to be me on a date, not mom on a date. Like, I want to be myself. I want you to be yourself. I want us to, you know, talk about the things that we enjoy and, you know, not spend so much time focused on the kids when we're trying to get to know each other. Um, I would hope that if he was on a date with someone who did not have children, that he would not have invited them for Nintendo time. Um, because I feel like if you don't have kids of your own, 
that's really awkward and uncomfortable to, you know, I hear the bickering and the fighting and I'm used to it in my own house. So at least I'm like, whatever, this is completely normal. If you don't have children, I think that would be a really scary turn off. So. Well, too, like, I mean, to be honest, like, I think I would have like judged him and been like, like, let's pretend I'd been into him up until that point. Be like, wow, I just Mm -hmm. met you and you're letting your kids know about me. Yeah. And we literally just met. It's kind of like those people on apps that have pictures of their kids. And some oh, of their I pictures. I'm I like, hate that so much. Why are you doing Like, I automatically, that's automatic, you know, because I'm a Tinder gal. Swipe left. Because, like, why are you using your kids? Why, A, why are you putting them on a, you know, Tinder's for trashy people like me. You don't put your kids on there. <laughs> um, You know, that's not cool. And then, like, on a, like, I know for me, like, nobody's meeting my kids until it is super Super serious. Like, why would you, especially like if they're going through a big transition, of course, they'd be like, who's this person? Who's this gal? Why are you hanging out with them? You know, like, I I don't know. Like, that's just like, I judge them harder because of that. If I had had a call like that with my kids, it would have been, who's your friend? Who is that? Your boyfriend? Are you dating him? Who was he? Like, they would ask me a thousand questions. I'm so curious. Like, did those kids not wonder who I was? Like, it was so odd. Like, my kids would not let that slide. They'd be all over it. But yeah, no, I don't put their faces on anything. Like, I don't need my kids' faces on Tinder all over the internet. Like, so strange. So uncomfortable. I would never do that. So I do, yeah. I do judge that and I don't swipe on it. <laughs> you started the, the story with the idea that, you know, like the way you put it is that Grant had no game. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? What do you mean he had no game? Yeah. So again, I want to reiterate, Grant, nice guy, non-threatening guy, other than maybe some, some of the judgment we just talked about, some of the judgment calls, like he was a nice person. Um, but he was also pretty fresh to the dating scene. Like, I, th- I mean, I think he had just started putting himself out there. And, you know, when you go from being married or in a long-term relationship and then you're back out there on the dating scene right away, like you need to relearn how to flirt, how to connect with someone else. Um, You have to kind of become a person that you probably haven't been in a long time and really figure out how to connect. And he just, he didn't have any game. Like you putting your kids on speakerphone on a date, like... I can't see you as a a dating partner, like you're a dad. And at that point, like, let's just go to the playground and have a play date. Like, that's kind of what it feels like. And I mean, I don't know what you do, Heather, but on the playground, I'm usually not trolling for men and picking them up. Like, no, it's not date time. Like, yeah, in my yoga pants, carrying around water bottles and watching my kids, you know, run around on slides like. Yeah, it's not it's not dating time. So he really just didn't have that ability to connect as someone that I would be interested in as like a romantic partner. Well, and two, sometimes I think that some of these guys like that have been married for a long time, they like go right to where they were at with their spouse. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, no, I want you to plan dinner. I want you to take me out. Let me plan a date. Let me take you out. No, I don't want to like be in sweatpants all the time like that's a part of a once you're in a relationship with someone yeah I love those real moments where you're like in sweatpants and no makeup and all that but like at the very beginning plan a date like put some effort in like woo me you know I like I I think like being able to mutually pursue each other like I plan dates I like to take people out I want to be taken out like I don't we're not married I just met you (laughs) you know like like you can't skip that part um, and like that whole having game, like I don't mean it's playing games. 
it's wooing someone. It's pursuing them, letting you like letting each other know that they're wanted and that you want to get to know each other. Like you can't skip that part. It's important. And I think some parents, they just skip right to like, oh, the the comfy stuff. And like it that doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, you can't, again, it's it's such a delicate balance. You don't ever hide your life or your kids or that you're a parent. That's so important. That's part of who you are. But right at the very beginning, you are presenting yourself as a person and not as a parent. Like, again, I'm not, my joke is when I go out on dates, I have my date purse, not my mom purse. Because when I'm on date, I don't need snacks and an EpiPen and hand sanitizer for kids, you know, like all the things that I'm carrying around for my kids. Like this is date Laura and date Laura has her teeny tiny little purse and she's on a date right now. Like I'm not going into mom mode and I'm not doing all of that because this person is taking me on a date and I would like them to see me as a romantic partner, not as the mom who's taking care of everything. So Grant just didn't understand that. I and mean, he started off, again, our first date, he had planned where we went, but then a nosedived with the kids stuff. And then the second date, he invited me for dinner and he cooked for me, which was really nice when we couldn't go anywhere else. Like that was a great start to a date. And then a nosedive because I had to hear you scold your children and, you know, pull them aside to tell them to shape up. Like, I mean, it, that's not sexy date time stuff that's everyday life and I don't need everyday kid parenting life when I'm on a date because again I do that all the time when I've got my kids so he just needed to kind of figure out who he was as a person and not just as a dad to be able to be out there dating do you think that you know we we both have some dating under our in our lives post marriage you know, do you think that the dating dynamic is different when it's two single parents, two, uh, two single parents on a date when you're dating someone that also has kids, you have kids versus like going out with someone who doesn't have kids? How is that different? So different. Um, I have dated more people without kids, I feel like, than with kids. I prefer to date people often who don't have kids. We're so different. We're opposite in our dating style. I like easy logistics. It's just so much easier to me. Like they need to live close to me and not have children and we're good to go. Um, <laughs> I'll take the opposite. Thank you. Let's <laughs> write those job descriptions. Um, so, yeah, I think there's definitely, um, you know, three types of talk when you're dating another parent. You've got small talk, you've got big talk, and you've got kid talk. And I think kid talk when you're dating someone who has kids makes sense because you're bonding over commonalities like, oh, my kids are picky, your kids are picky. Oh, they eat all the time. It's always about food, I feel like. You know, those are some commonalities that we kind of all have as parents of youngish kids. And that's a nice way to connect and have some laughs and realize like our lives have a lot of similarities. We can chit chat about that. And then we move on and we talk about ourselves as adults and our hobbies and our interests and move on. I had actually two dates recently with single dads. Um, so it's kind of new for me. And, you know, on both of those, we had like the snack talk and the picky eating talk. And then both dates moved on to talking about all of our other interests and everything. And it was really great. So we had bonded. Yeah. We could go back to some of the kids stuff throughout our conversation but that wasn't our only conversation because, again, then it just goes back to that playground combo. We could just be on a playground having that conversation. It's not about us. It's about our kids the whole time. So, um, you know, that's, again, two single parents dating each other. If you're dating somebody who doesn't have kids, you know, for me personally, I have a few things that I'll pull out when I talk about my children. 
And then I really don't touch on them that much more on the first date because I don't want to get too much into the weeds of things that are really relevant to my life and might be a little scary or intimidating to someone who doesn't have kids. And I think it's an opportunity where they can get to know me first. And then we can figure out if, you know, they want to know more about my kids and I'll share some stories and we'll kind of dip our toe into that. But I don't want to do too much too fast. I think that's really overwhelming. Well, I mean, I, I think about it too, like, because I've also dated both and I, it's not that I don't want to, when I've dated, I've dated probably more people with kids than not. And I think the thing that I look for is I've the parents I've been out with that talk about their kids all the time. It's not that I don't want to hear about their kids. It's that, well, you're not trying to get a whole, get to know me. You're, I'm just like sitting here listening to you talk about your kids. Like, it's kind of the same principle. Like, are you trying to get to know this person or are you just blathering, you know, and. And like mm-hmm. just just broadcasting things because like the whole purpose of dating, at least I think, is that you should be getting to know each other and building a real connection. And like kids are part of our life. And like, yeah, I'm going to share things about my life with this person, but I also need to be asking them questions like it's back to the question thing. Like yeah. what makes your what makes you tick? What's your life like? How do things work at your house? Um, you know, because like I've been out with a couple that. They just tell me all the, like the whole date is about what their kids did that day. And while I, I don't not want to hear about that, I'm on a date with you. I want to get to know you. I want you to want to get to know me. And we're just not doing that part. And that's important, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like the same principle, whether you have kids or don't have kids. Are you actually trying to get showing genuine interest in this person you're on a date with? Yeah, I think that's where sometimes too social skills just get lost and people just ramble about whatever is top of mind. And if you've got kids, and that's probably is a lot of what's in your head and you that's what you share because that's what you know. You talk about what you know, right? Um, but it's also kind of knowing your audience and what's going to be an engaging, fun conversation and, you know, talking about what my kids are eating or not eating or where we're going or what activities they're in is really only interesting to me. Even when I get asked what my custody schedule is, I hate that conversation because I'm just like, it's this, it makes no sense to you. It's not your schedule. Your schedule's confusing too. Like not because it's like mine. It's personal to me. I mean, it helps to know if we have some overlap. You can't even figure that out in a conversation to figure out how your schedules overlap because custody schedules are so all over the map that well, usually the schedule conversation is like, are we gonna do this or not? Because like half the time it's like, oh, well, we have different schedules, so this is over. You're very nice, but we're not gonna date because our schedules are different. It doesn't matter how awesome you are. I mean, that's another like if you date another parent, like half of the people are not options because your schedules are, yeah, they schedule don't conversation each other. So no. it's a tough one. Yeah, it is a tough one to figure out because those things are set in stone. They are not movable. Nobody's getting babysitters every weekend for dates. So it's either, no. either you have the same weekends off or you are not going to see that person again. So it's very challenging. It's probably why I like dating people who don't have kids because then we don't have to have the schedule conversation and it all just revolves around my schedule. So much easier. <laughs> Well, that's funny. Like, well, like what's funny is that I'm, well, I've been on a couple dates with someone who does not have kids. And this is where me not having a checklist really benefited me because he's really great, you know? And the kind of the funny thing is that sometimes I like usually dating people that have kids because I feel like they automatically know my life and they know a bit about what makes me tick and what my life is like. And that's all great. But then Mm -hmm. like when you meet someone who doesn't have kids and it's like, well, do I need to start I don't want to hide that part of my life, but I also don't want to, like, scare them off, like, you know, because there's stuff that, like, as a mom or as a parent, you have to do that people that don't have kids, like, (laughs) 
it's not very glamorous, you know? So it's not like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's kind of, I think that's the thing that like holds me, like the people I've dated that don't have kids. I don't talk about my kids hardly at all because I just, I don't, they're super nice, but I, I don't know if they want to hear about it, you know? So like, I, I always like wonder about whereas if I date another dad and like, I'm late to a date. Oh, some, you know, something happened. Things got held up at school. They're like, yeah, no problem. Cause they get it. You know, whereas I don't know if someone else would get it. Yeah. And see, I'm so, I'm so opposite from you because yeah, I don't, I feel like when I've gone out with other dads and so often it is just a whole bunch of kid talk and I've had dates where I haven't gotten to know the person because we're just talking about kids. Um, which again, I love my kids. I love other people's kids are great. Like kids aren't bad, but like it, it's the balance of if you're freshly dating somebody, like let's just get to know each other. Um, Tell me you want to make out with me in the alley. I would rather you say that to me at some point if I want you to kiss me. If I don't, then don't say that. I live in the suburbs. Like, we don't have a lot of alley culture here, so there aren't a lot of okay. available alleys I'm in the for city. City's yeah. lots of alleys. Lots of dirty alleys. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That went off the rails. Um, <laughs> uh, so is there anything else you feel like you learned from your uh, time with Grant that you want to talk about? or? I mean... As I reflect on my dumpster fire dating history, um, don't go on the second date if you didn't like the first date, um, unless there is some great potential there that just needs a little, you know, a second date just to confirm. Um, Grant was pretty confirmed after the first date that there should never be a second date. So I definitely should have sucked my gut on that one. And I also just wish Grant well. I hope that he has met somebody that loves Nintendo as much as he does and gets a lot of joy out of those evening Mario Kart races. So that's okay. all I got. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, we will talk to you later. Great. Bye. Still thirsty? Check us out on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and thirstythepodcast.com say hi, send a note, share a story with us, because sometimes life leaves you wanting just a little bit more.